Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are talking about not being around people that are greedy because they ambush their own lives. And what do I mean by that? So when I'm talking about people ambushing their own lives, when I'm talking about people um, having self-sabotage, I'm really thinking about Proverbs chapter 1, verses 17 through 19. And I'm going to read it for you right now. For in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird, but these men lie in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. Such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain. It takes away the life of its possessors. So that is what we are talking about today. Don't be around people that are greedy because they ambush their own lives. They take the life away from themselves because they're greedy for unjust gain gain. And so where has this shown up in my life? The compound effect really talks about time suckers. So Darren Hardy is like, you know, there in life, there are five minute people, there are 30 second people, there are two hour people, there are two day people. But if you're with a five minute person, exchange the pleasantries and move on. Because once that person gets into minute six of being in your life for that particular period of time, they start to drain your energy and they start to suck your time away because the only value they can add to your life is in five minutes. And if that's the only value they can add in your life, chances are they're in a state where they're not a very high quality person right now or they just haven't built up the habits, built up the knowledge, built up the foundation, built up the concern for others that makes them a high quality person and allows you to move for, move forward in your vision as long as not as long, but as you help them move forward in their vision. So when Darren Hardy was talking about that, I just really resonated with it because there are some people who I can't stand to talk to for more than like a minute. It just bothers me. And it's because we don't resonate on the same like vibe, on the same level. You know, I'm trying to do this, they're trying to do that, and neither thing is bad, but we're just not trying to do the same thing. And so we're both distracting each other from what we should be doing, from what God has called us to do. And some people just are being fools and are out here just messing around, being dinguses, and those are like 30-second people for me. But we're, we're called to love those people too, right? <laughs> um, that is a hard thing for sure. Anyway, today we're talking about self-sabotage, and that may be a way that I self-sabotage actually, but that is not the point of this proverb. The point of this proverb is not to be around people who lie in wait for their own blood. Listen to this. These men lie in wait for their own blood. I was listening to Rob Dial talk, and I think he has the Mindset Mentor podcast, and he was talking about how people are addicted to negative feelings, addicted to negativity. And it's like your body literally needs you to feel bad because that's how it functions, and that's how you function your whole life. And if you don't feel bad, it's a shock to your body. I think that's similar with these men. They lie in wait for their own blood. They need 
to see themselves bleeding out. They need to ambush their own lives. And I think that's a lot of people. Like, a lot of people self-sabotage. A lot of people need to feel pain because pain is where they're comfortable. And I'm not saying it's totally on them, but it is on them to an extent if they continue to tolerate the circumstances and they don't seek wisdom, they don't seek instruction. But that's where it showed up in my life. The compound effect telling me about five-minute people and then me analyzing and seeing, hey, this is a five-minute person, this is a two-minute person, or this is a five-minute conversation, this is a two-minute conversation. It's also shown up in my life by saying no to stuff that isn't good for either person. So myself or the person involved or whatever third party it's um, influencing, it's not good for any of us. And let me give you an example. Just today, actually, I was given a job. I had a job interview at 12 and the dude closed me on the phone. He just gave me an assumptive close. He was like, so when can we set up an interview? Didn't give me an option to say yes or no. It was like, what time, basically, which is a great sales technique, I think, at least. And... I said yes to Monday and then I emailed him today and I was like, dude, there's like a 0% chance I accept this job. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste your time. You gave me a great close on the phone. That's why we set up the meeting, but uh, I'm definitely not going to be moving forward. And so I told him that because even though I said yes before, I still had time to say no before I went to an interview, dressed up, had an interview. He thought I had goodwill. And then I knew that I just wasn't going to move forward. That was a waste of time for everybody. So I just said no this morning while he still has five hours to kind of clear his schedule and put something else in there. So that's another way it has shown up in my life. Started saying no to people. But the flip side of saying no to people was saying yes to too many people in high school. So I was a real people pleaser in high school. And when it says uh, they said an ambush for their own lives and men lie in wait for their own blood, and it takes away the life of its possessors. I, I would say this was me in high school. Like I was living life for other people and I was basically waiting for myself to die because life was miserable. And I wasn't really waiting to die. I was waiting to get out of my circumstances so I could change my life so it wouldn't be miserable anymore. But in that time, I got addicted to feeling bad. I got addicted to looking at my life in terms of football games. I'd be like, how many football games until I can do this thing that I enjoy? How many football workouts until I can do this thing that I enjoy? And so that's how I would kind of go through my life. And so I was lying in wait for my own pain. Like instead of focusing on the good thing, I was like, how much pain do I have to endure before I can get to the good thing? That was my whole mindset. <laughs> Which, um, you know, some will say it helps with delayed gratification, all that good stuff, but ultimately what I was focused on more is pain than the good things in my life. Fear than gratitude. That's really what it came down to. I was just scared to experience football again because it caused me so much emotional pain, so much physical pain, so much mental anguish that um, I would just struggle, right? And so when I was people-pleasing, I would say I was ambushing my own life. I was having my life taken away from me because I was greedy for the unjust gain of other people's like affirmation, which is so interesting because it wasn't the unjust gain of money. It wasn't the unjust gain of anything that would necessarily be bad in society's eyes, but the unjust gain of people's affirmation. And I, I think it's unjust because it's not something that the just would go after. The just don't go after people's affirmation. They go after justice. Crazy. But that's where it's shown up in my life. Where do I want it to show up in my life? I want to get around people that are building up their own lives and the lives of the people around them. That's the person I am becoming. That's the person I am. And that is the people 
an example of the person that I want to be around. So I want to be filled with a community of people that are building up their own lives and the lives of the people around them. And I say their own lives first because if your cup's not full, you cannot pour into anybody else's cup consistently. You can pour a little bit and then you go into like a kind of downward spiral and then you recover a little bit, but your cup's still not full. So you're not pouring from the overflow. You're not pouring from a full cup. You're pouring from like a third full cup, which means you poured it empty and then you have to go recover. But when you pour from an overflow, you um, don't have to recover as much as you just have to top off, if that makes sense. So how can you start to apply this to your life? Start saying no. There we go. That's all it is. That is the action step. If you don't want to do something or you think somebody's a five minute person and you've been with them for six minutes or you're people pleasing, just start saying no to stuff that isn't good for you, isn't good for other people. And if you're lying in wait for your own blood, basically waiting to experience pain that's in your future based on decisions that you're making now and those decisions aren't aligned with God's purpose for your life, because, you know, we're called to suffer well. But I think there's unnecessary suffering. And so if you're experiencing pain because it's aligned with God's vision for your life, go for it. If you're experiencing pain because you're selfish and sinful and people pleasing, maybe you should start walking in God's promises for your life. And there's a thin line between those two things for sure. And you have to work on discernment. And if you're not Christian and you're listening to this, discernment doesn't necessarily have to be God's will. Whatever your mental map is of the world, discern based on that. And, um, Get an idea of like, is this aligned with my purpose? Is this not? If it's not and you're experiencing pain, dude, just cut off the pain. Like it's just holding you back from your purpose. And then experience the pain that is aligned with your purpose. For example, if you want to be healthy, you got to squat. You don't necessarily have to squat, which is another thing that's a limiting belief in my head. I like to squat because of the mental challenge. But if you want to be healthy, you probably have to move your body and if moving your body causes you pain, that's probably some pain you're gonna have to experience in order to be healthy. If you want to, I don't know, help people communicate better, you're probably going to have to learn how to communicate yourself. And if that causes you some type of sort of mental anguish because of something that happened in your childhood, you're gonna have to go through that mental anguish to achieve your purpose. But if your purpose is to raise the standard of living across the world to middle-class America, and you're struggling, you're experiencing pain from the stress of like school drama or church drama or community drama and that stuff isn't helping you towards your purpose because these are people that are around you that aren't focused on building their own lives right now but they're focused on tearing down the lives of others in this particular instance not all the time just in the particular instance remove yourself from that instance because you don't need to be there now maybe i'll stop after this example in that instance part of your purpose is raising the standard of living across America or across the world to middle-class America with these specific people. If that is the case, then maybe you need to be there with them in that moment, but hold them accountable to being who God called them to be. So there's discernment in all of this. You just need to get clear on your purpose and start saying no to stuff that isn't aligned with your purpose. There we go. That's all we got for the show today. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.